Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I'm Steve Hemphill. Battle Plan is an ongoing discussion of how we put our faith into action in unique and effective ways. This usually involves prayer plus some kind of action, thus the ministry name active-faith.org. You can email me at stevehemphill one at me.com. In our last episode, we talked about scriptures in a communion cup. Today, we're going to talk about drug rehab demons and nightmares. Let me start with Psalm 91, 1 and 2, New Century Version. Those who go to God Most High for safety will be protected by the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, you are my place of safety and protection. You are my God, and I trust you. Once I was speaking uh, near West Monroe, Louisiana, on a weekend seminar on prayer, and there were several speakers in the weekend seminar, and uh, I wasn't scheduled to speak on Saturday afternoon, and a couple who live there came up to me and said, we notice you're not on the program this afternoon, and we, we have a Bible study every Saturday at 2 p.m. at the Drug Rehab Center that uh, helps uh, meth, methamphetamine uh, addicts get off of, of meth. It's every Saturday at 2 would you go speak to them and tell them about your spiritual warfare teaching and the stakes with the verses? And I said, well, sure. So we went over there and they had to get me through security and do a driver's license check. And an armed guard came and let us in and took us in an elevator and went to the second or third floor and went out into a locked room. And it was a large room, probably 75 or, or so men there in a drug rehab program. And there were all kinds of men. There were big, strong uh, uh, mean looking men that, uh, I mean, could have been an NFL linebacker or NFL lineman. And then there were guys with makeup on and eyelashes, all kinds of guys in this, in this group. And, um, and they said, uh, this is Steve, uh, Steve, tell them your steak stories. Steve's the steak guy. They call me the steak guy. So I started spitting out stories and telling them the, uh, how this got started and about Bill, who was going to commit suicide until we staked his property and prayed and read the verses out loud. And um, I had just printed and I had them in my pocket, the small card version of the of the same verses that are on the stakes. I, I wanted something more portable. I wasn't exactly sure how these were going to be used, but I was still thinking through all that. It was a small card that fits in your pocket, same size as a business card or a credit card, very portable, easy to hide around people, easy to place, easy to keep with you. And I had those in my pocket that day. And uh, as, as I got near, I was only going to be there an hour. I'd been there 45 minutes or so. I, I was thinking, uh, you know, these, one of these guys might have a question and um, I should open it up for questions. I don't know if I ever see these guys again. So I just stopped and said, has anybody got a question? And this great big, strong guy across the back left-hand side of the room raised his hand. And I said, yes, sir. He said, yeah, I got a question. I got three demons that follow me all the time, everywhere I go. How do I get rid of them? And immediately my first thought was, why did I ask for questions? You know, but then it clicked and it's amazing how many times the Holy Spirit kind of nudges me in the right direction in that moment when I need the right words to help someone. And, and I had those cards in my pocket and I took one out and it has the same verses as the stakes. And I walked over to the guy and I said, have you ever seen Star Trek? And he said, yeah. 
I said, so then you know what a force field is, don't you? He said, yeah. And I said, I'm going to give you this card that has God's word on it. Now, now, what you think about this, God's word is so powerful that he just spoke the world into existence. He spoke the sun into existence. He said, let there be light. And then the sun appeared. I mean, that's the kind of power God has. So his word is powerful. Do you understand this principle? He said, yeah, I got it. I took the card and I stuck it in his shirt pocket. And I said, I want you to take that card with you everywhere you go. I want you to think of it as your personal force field, your bubble of protection from God, because his words are still powerful. He's not the great I used to could. He calls himself the I am because he still does. I said, do you understand the principle? He says, yeah, I got it. I said, okay, now I'm going to pray for you. And I put my hand on his shoulder. By the way, that's prayer plus touch. We'll talk about that later. That's one of the weapons. Put my hand on his shoulder and I said, Lord, we want to bind and gag any demons, all three of these demons that are following him everywhere he goes. We ask you to put them in chains in the pit so they can never hurt him or anyone else again. And don't let any other similar demons take their place. In Jesus' name, amen. I patted him on the shoulder. I act like I did this every day, even though I had never had done this before. And I said, you won't see him anymore. Somebody else have a question? And the guy on the other side of the room said, yeah, I got a question. I said, yes, sir. He said, I'm having nightmares, bad nightmares every night. And I'm thinking, okay, he can't stake out the building. He's in a locked, secure facility. But he has a bed. And that bed is his bed and nobody else's bed. It's his personal space. So I walked over to him and I said, you heard me talk about the cards, how powerful God's word is? He said, yeah. I said, I'm going to give you four of them. And I counted them out. One, two, three, four. I said, I want you to take these to your bed, wherever that is, and put one under the corner of each corner of your bed. And I want you to sit in the middle of that bed. And I want you to read those verses out loud and pray that God will make those nightmares stop because his word is powerful. That's what's going to happen. You understand the principle of the power of his word. Yes, I got it. I said, okay, now I'm going to pray for you. Again, I put my hand on his shoulder, prayer plus touch. I said, Lord, we want to bind any demons, gag and bind any demons that are causing his nightmares. We ask you to put them in chains in the pit so they can never come back and bother him again or anyone else. And don't let any other similar nightmare demons visit him anymore. In Jesus name. Amen. And then just like I had done it every day, I had never done this before either. I patted him and looked at him and I said, you won't have those nightmares anymore. Anybody else have a question? Act like this was just normal procedure. And I can't remember what the other questions were, but I finished up and left. A couple of weeks later, I was thinking about that. And I was thinking, you know, I wonder how those guys are. And I guess I'll never hear from them again. And my phone rang. And it, and it said, uh, some town in Louisiana, I never heard of this little town. And, uh, I answered and said, hello. And this lady said, is this Steve Hemphill? I said, yes, ma'am. Oh, good. She said, I, I have a prayer list. I want you to pray for this. I want to pray for this. And when you pray for this, remember the pastor's doing this and this and this, and that's just not right. And pray for this. Please pray for this and this. And she started giving me this long and very detailed prayer list. And I mean, I couldn't get a word in edgewise. She wasn't even taking a breath. And I listened and I was trying to wait for a point to kind of interrupt her. And finally, she took a breath and I said, ma'am, hold on just a minute. Where'd you get my number? And why do you want me to pray for this stuff? He said, she said, oh, my aunt has a grandson in uh, a drug rehab center in West Monroe, Louisiana. And you came and you gave him those cards with God's word on it and you prayed for him and he put them under his bed and he never had another nightmare. So I knew you were the one to call. And I said, well, ma'am, are you a Christian? She said, 
Yes. I said, then you can pray. I don't have a special red line hot phone to God that you don't have. It's level at the foot of the cross for all the same. You have the same access to God I have. You just need to have the faith that it will, it will change. It will make a difference. And you can pray. She said, you know, you're right, but I still want you to pray. And I said, okay. So I prayed for her. I never heard from her again. Let me just tell you, God's word is still powerful. Prayer still works and he's still on the throne. So in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest that part of your personal battle plan might be to get some of these spiritual warfare cards we have on our online store at active-faith.org, or just make your own and put one in your wallet, put one in your phone case, put one in your backpack, your suitcase, in the four corners of your hotel room, under the corners of your, your uh, Ford F-250, under your bedpost, etc. You get the picture. God's word still has power. Maybe you could pray like this. Lord, show me where to hide your word around me and which words to hide around me and my loved ones in Jesus' name. You can visit our website at active-faith.org and donate if you like. See you next time on Battle Plan. We'll hear about how self-discipline verses have power. Keep praying because prayer does work. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.